It's time to nerd up or shut up. Let's get dangerous. Welcome to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast, the flagship show of Bad Cash Company Productions. Thirty and Nerdy Podcast is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and part of the Council of Nerds. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Reach out using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. You can also find us and other amazing podcasts at podchaser.com by searching The Apocalypse and Pod Nation. Got something to say? Email us at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com or check out the website at 30andNerdyPodcast.com. Now, sit back, crank it to 11, the nerds are here. Welcome to the chat of the Royalist of Rumbles, and welcome to the season three premiere of 30 and Nerdy Podcast. AKA the boys at the Bad Cast Company Productions are together on the season three premiere of 30 and Nerdy to talk all things WWE Royal Rumble. I am joined by the juicy one himself, Dr. Davis. The juice is loose. How are you, Juice? Hey, hey, what's up? And of course, what's a rumble? What's anything wrestling without a little ranting? And we brought just the man for the job, the Rev himself, Logan Roach. Pause for dramatic effect. What's up, fellas? Insert applause. I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, and chance. That's all WWE does anyway. So we can do what we want That's to. True. Pipe in sound. We create heels and faces here. So, gentlemen, Royal Rumble, the first pay per view of the year 2021. Um, it was a year ago today where we started to slowly realize that things were about to get serious with this pandemic. You know, um, I had not moved. No, it wasn't a year ago. When did I move to Atlanta, Logan? February 13th. So a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost. 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 Mm-hmm. So a year ago, we hadn't even heard stirrings yet of the pandemic. We had cases here in the in the U.S., but, you know, hush, hush, keep it quiet. So I'm about to move to Atlanta. Juice, we watched that rumble together, correct? Uh, yeah. That was the rumble that Edge returned after 
telling us for years that he'd never wrestling again, being told mm-hmm. for years he'd never wrestle again. And of course, we were uh, in the group text with Rev here, who was in Atlanta. So just initially talking about that rumble, a year year has passed since Edge's return. Do you still feel the wave of fandom, Rev, for Edge? You know, I was thinking about this the other night. I do love me some Edge, and I did clearly pop when he come out. But I feel like just with everything that happened, it kind of derailed him a little bit. Because even with Mania, felt kind of different. And then him coming back now, and he actually told us that he's coming back, which obviously I still love watching Edge. But I feel like even we've talked about with Drew too. So like his moment kind of not really got stolen, but kind of in a way too, you know? So it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't think it's dwindling at all, but it's different really kind of kind of like when punk came back, it was like, Oh wow. Punk's back on TV, but it's not like I rumble when we went live and then edge returned and I almost jumped off the balcony. So it's just (laughs) different. So juice, do you think that I've been wanting that I've been waiting for this to ask. We got to see his triumphant return 11 years ago at that rumble. And he won that rumble. The three of us were in Atlanta watching that rumble. And then what we did not know a couple years down the road, that the WrestleMania that we would be at was his last WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It was the we did following not know year. Yeah, the following year. We did not know until the night after he came out on Raw that we had just witnessed Edge's last WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Does him being back and him defying the odds, does it change that for you? Not really, because it's a separate run. I mean, that was the main part of his career it was before Hall of Fame and all that. So this is sort of like part two slash the grand finale, you know? Mm-hmm. So... No, it doesn't really change it for me. I'm I'm so glad that we were there for that and that we can say, oh, we were there when he came back to the Rumble and he won uh, that time. And we were there at his last WrestleMania of his main run. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about it. Because it's not like he's – it's not – yeah, it's not like he's going to, you know, do this for 10 more years or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is just like a bonus. Yeah, bonus features. Yeah. On the DVD, DVD that is. is The Life of Edge. I already got one. Now I have to rebuy it. And, and with Christian showing up now, it's like the cast reunion, you know? Because mm. I think and that we, we'll get more Christian, too. I think so, too. And we are mere commentators on this new DVD that has come out. Not director commentators, but we are commentators. So flash forward a year, here we are, the 2021 Royal Rumble. We have had before, of course, before we get to that, we, after last year's Royal Rumble, the three of us, we were going to go to WrestleMania in Tampa, and it unfortunately was canceled due to COVID. Uh, So now flash forward to this Rumble, (laughs) the pirate logo is there again. Because the two time they're going back to Tampa, the two time WrestleMania logo, the pirate. It doesn't really chap my ass that they're going back. I get it, but it just kind of 
rubs, you know, puts a little salt on the wound that we get a dis try to go again. <laughs> I think we should. I think they should be Show like everyone canceled. who everyone forty percent off to go last year, you should get at least twenty five, thirty percent off your tickets if you want a chance to go back. I mean they just made a billion dollars. So I That's mean true. they're not hurting for money. So That's true. So Royal Rumble twenty twenty one. I was on. I was not at uh, the the house yet when the pre-show was going on, and you all were getting the fifty wings that we ordered for the night. And may they rest in peace. I'm gonna be honest. Going in when when you we were texting and you were like, "We're getting fifty, It just hit me. I was like, "God, I don't, I don't really eat. I have I've been doing carb." low carb and meatless Mondays and all that. And so it's kind of caused me to eat less anytime I do eat, no matter what day of the week it is. And I was like, I don't think I'll eat that many. Cause I just, I'm already thinking I won't eat that many. I'm already kind of full going into the night and <laughs> I don't know. And I text, I said, I think 50 is too many. And when you sent the picture of the menu and I saw that they went from 20 increments, it's like 5, 10, 15, and 20, and then they jumped to 50. I was like, that's kind of stupid. Or <laughs> brilliant. So we wound up with 50. And spoiler alert, nerds, we finished them all. Well, I mean. It's a special occasion, just okay? Just before anything, we are grown men here, Okay. We're not toddlers, all right? We're cultivating mass, all right? We don't know what's happening. This pandemic's got us in indoors. It was snowing last week. I'm eating 50 wings every time. Yes, they were delicious. So you all watched on your phone, I'm guessing. Well, mm -hmm. obviously, Josh didn't because he was driving. He would never drive and watch on his phone at the same time. Never seen what him do, you, do that you think, before. You think I'm a lunatic or something? Come on. Yeah, snowing. What? Watching WWE Network while driving. What? Picking up wings. What? So take us to Logan the watched show. It was yeah. the tag team women's tag team titles, and it was mm -hmm. Flair and uh, Charlotte Flair and Oscar. Um, sorry, the the oh so amazing, the fantastic, the great, the greatest gift that anyone has ever given us, Charlotte Flair. The um, Omni Flair. The Omni Flair. Uh, and so ridiculous with the Charlotte Flair stuff, man. Come on. <laughs> and then on the next side, we got D Mac's favorite wrestler, Miss Jane Basler. So the women's tag team championship match saw Charlotte Flair and Asuka defending their titles against. Two wrestlers that I honestly could do without if they never were in the WWE ever again. And that is Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Mm. Why don't y'all talk about the match? Because like I said, I didn't say it. You listened, Juice. You watched Rev. Anything good stick out? Uh, I mean, I watched the snow mostly. And just listened. I, this, there's nothing really I thought was fantastic. I, I really don't like what they're doing with Asuka. I don't 
understand. Like, she's the women's champion, and she's getting doo-dooed on on this pre-show tag team match and also getting doo-dooed on in the Rumble. So I don't think that title means anything right now. They have little to no respect for her, but they have to get the titles off of them, I guess, so Charlotte can fight Asuka at some point. I'm just glad that she's not screaming in Japanese all the time. Like she's well, actually she's so talented though. She's know. so fun to watch. She's so good. And she's just jobbing for Miss Potato Head and MMA girl over here. I I'm, like I really miss the original monster Oscar. Which Charlotte und- und- ruined. undefeated. Yeah. She needs the a Empress of Tomorrow. Yeah, she's too good. Way too good. Which I mean obviously the Probably the language barrier is keeping her back, but they put the title on her. Like, my job on this pay-per-view, like, beginning of Road to WrestleMania to Nia and Baszler. How long is that going to last? Nobody li- They have to know nobody likes this tag team. Yeah. I think they know. I they know. I, I don't know. I have seen far more disdain for these two, especially as a tag team, than I have fans. And it just, it goes with without saying, how long do you let this go on? I mean, did you just, did you knowingly strip Asuka and Charlotte because you had some other direction they were going just to put it on two people we don't like as fans just so they'll lose it again next month or at Mania by somebody we do like? Like maybe the well, think, Iconics get back together or whatever. I think it's a positive that Oscar and Charlotte are no longer tag teams because for whatever reason, they broke up like three legit women tag teams to put randoms together for no reason. Mm-hmm. So that was they had to get the titles off. But, I mean, who's Nia and Mace are going to fight now? There's I just don't think they have any like direction or purpose, but positive, freeze up Charlotte. Frieza up Oscar, maybe they'll have some runs like down the line toward Mania, hopefully. I wish that Tamina and Naomi would start rolling with uh Roman Reigns and being like the the, the big Samoan, Samoan stable. Order. Yeah. And you know, uh Nia Jax and Shane Baszler, they think they're bad, but then these two chicks show up, backed by the head of the table and all that. And then they take the women's tag team titles. You think like Naomi that. would go like bad Naomi though? She's been doing that glow thing for a while. She was she bad before. Be, I think she could do it. She could so, be bad and glowy. To be a part of the family, I think it'd be worth it. I think it would be good. At least it would have like some direction for the, the tag team belts and make it kind of mean something. Well, they just need to – I mean, we'll get to Roman Reigns in a minute, but – like they just need to keep this thing going as long as they can milk this thing out and, and do the stable thing and have Roman just like, we need to have so much heat on him because he's taken down like big heroes. Like I want to see him take down the rock and Daniel Bryan and all these people that we love. Well, we need a good stable because we like factions. We liked yeah. Nexus. You know, we, don't we have, liked the we Wyatts haven't had one in a while. Faction. And oh, we the got faction the they've given red, us is the redemption, redemption, or, or, 
Resignation. Retribution. Retribution. The, That's yeah, it. Them. Freaking T sack and, and arm bar and, <laughs> and clover leaf and, and whatever the hell their their names Marshmallow. are. Marshmallow. Slapjack and Dewdrop. <laughs> Dewdrop and Patty Slap and something like that. I don't know. So stupid. So stupid. stupid. Oh. Ugh. Hayden Christensen's stupid is what that is. <laughs> so I go, we got this. Minute rebellious faction this whole big group of people and they're causing chaos and and carnage and everything oh but really it's four dudes and three of them are wearing stupid masks and we know that they're all from nxt oh and they have contracts with the company and they can trade it on rosters and all that stuff but they're you gotta look you gotta look out for those redemption guys man they're real bad news then they let them talk Mm -mm. oh lord they should have been quiet so dumb. And then they gave their <laughs> leader name was Ali, who, who is T-Bar. Ali, who yeah. is 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 talented. I like I him a he's lot. Talented, but he's he's got such a chip on his shoulder. And Seth Rollins 2.0. He does look a lot like Seth Rollins. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was the only pre-show match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was a lot of talking. JBL come back, Booker T come back. Uh, well, he's always on there, but um, who else come back? Wasn't there somebody else? King. King, King was, was on over the there. Yeah. And I do our... miss um, what's her face though. Um, Renee Young. Renee. Renee Young. I miss her so much. She was so good. Yeah. You know she's having yeah. a baby. Having she, a, she has a podcast too. I've been listening to. She's pretty good. Pretty fun. And she got uh, Punk to come on there. That's what got me started listening to it. Mm. Well, they worked together for Fox, so mm-hmm. they got a it was good just report. a chat, though. It's a, just a nice chat. The presenting sponsor of season three of Thirty and Nerdy Podcast is Advertising Expressions. Advertising Expressions exist to promote your business, school, church, or even your podcast, like they do Thirty and Nerdy. Promote such organizations by getting their name in front of as many as possible, as often as possible, for as long as possible. So whether you advertise on your rear window or wear a shirt so that strangers on a train know where you work, be sure that advertising expressions can help you. After all, I confess, this nerd uses nobody except advertising expressions. Cheers to you, nerds. So we get to the main story, the actual pay-per-view, and we start out with, you've got the the list of events, right, Juice? Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. You know, one of those matches we've all been dreaming to see. And I'm pretty sure, Logan, did I not tell you, I know what's going to happen. Finisher, finisher. So it'd be a what? What's Drew McIntyre's kick called? The Claymore. The Claymore. Claymore. Claymore kick. Kick out. Spear. 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 Kick out. Jackhammer. Kick out. Well, two. What was weird? Kick, I thought one, two, on this match is like why Drew kind of went heel at first. 
That makes no sense. Why would you like want to ruin your baby face? Like for the bell run, he like sneak headbutts Goldberg and then spears him. And then the ref doesn't like ring the bell at all. And they roll outside. So it's just like, it was a weird start. Like why didn't the ref ring the bell after he like, I don't know. Maybe, and maybe, him? maybe it was just a screw up. I don't know. Why would you have your main baby face? Like your literal number one baby face. Like sneak headbutt Goldberg though. I don't know, just to show aggression. because uh, Goldberg's aggression. Goldberg's That's an a animal. dirty heel move. Well, it wasn't that dirty. It wasn't like he I did a low blow dirty. or a you know a He headbutted the man before yeah. the match started. I don't know. But to me that But does... even as a face, McIntyre has headbutted quite a few people. That doesn't scream so. heel to me. And then half the match was outside too, because Goldberg got a spear through the guardrail, and they're fighting in the yeah. screen people. It was just weird. Yeah. Two Which, minutes. I mean, thirty-two seconds. Was that all it was? Good yeah. lord. Well, I mean, half of it was outside before they rang the bell too, though. I say in total it was about five, which is pretty good for Goldberg. But I mean, you have to do that. You can't like make him have like a legit match. No, he doesn't have the stamina. He can't do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Then, like, it's just, okay, I'm doo-dooing on Goldberg right here, but, like, why is he the one in WWE to be like, like, it was just stupid, stupid startup. He goes, comes out to Drew. He's like, well, you don't respect legends. Like, what do you mean? He always talks about respect and, like, the right way to do things. Then, at the end of the match, he's like, you got it, kid. You got my... Approval. You're you're the one passing the torch. He's never in WWF. What does that mean? Just because he's an old wrestler, like you're taking it over, kid. Like I, don't know. I hate Goldberg now, yeah. bro. Why do people I always would, come back? I would, um, I would, as a fan, respect the passing of the torch to Drew from the likes of H or Taker or Sean yeah. or any of like, those. But Goldberg, I mean, and and this is no disrespect to WCW. Even when he was in WCW, I was like, he's kind of like Brock Lesnar. He's he's just a mean son of big son of. I mean, you can't take away like his contribution to the business. I understand that he hit at the perfect time, and you could argue at the time he was hot. There's probably nobody in WCW that was hotter than Goldberg at the time. But at the same time, he was never in WWE really. Until his like later, later years, he was never in line. And he was like big. That was a screwed up WrestleMania. People still talk trash about that WrestleMania. Yeah, the first one with Brock. Awful. Yes. With Austin as the ref. Yeah. I mean, like they threw everything at that to make that. it good. I don't know. I feel like with Taker and with Goldberg, they have just used those poor guys to like their tank is completely empty and they're just like, they've got no oil in the car and they're just grinding the engine. And it's just like, bro, just, just park it. Just park it and leave it on the side of the road. But we've talked, a, 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 you know, a million fiscal times about uh, the fact that how big of an Undertaker fan I've always been uh, mm-hmm. since childhood. But man, these last five years have just been, it just made me pity him and not love him as much because they just rode him 
and put him up wet. And it just, it, it sucks, you know, and, and for true Goldberg fans, I would imagine they probably feel the same about mm. Bill. I've been like, dude, you know, why didn't you just stay retired? We loved, loved you when you went out and we knew that you were still a, a monster and you're still mm. a big guy. And we want to remember the Goldberg mm. who, you know, you know, had to be tased to lose your streak. Like the first time that he came back for a short little run. Okay, cool. Did he need the title in my opinion? No. Uh, was it no. kind of cool to see him there? Yeah. And then after that, like maybe if he's in the rumble now and then, and he throws out three or four guys and does a couple of impressive things, we see some spears, like that's good enough. Don't you think? Like, I don't need him in the main event picture. I don't need him with a title or in any kind of title picture at all. It does nothing for me, literally mm. nothing. So I so hope like, this is the last time. The good and the uh, bad meter, obviously the good, he didn't win. So that's nice. Oh, gosh. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking there for a minute, they're like going to do another run like they did and completely we crush were, the fiend. We went, we went in with this negative thought of what if Goldberg – wins this title and then Brock enters and wins the rumble and we get Brock and Goldberg at mania. We were so prepared. It's almost like we were like, let's just go ahead and throw this into the universe that if it does happen, we're not as pissed off because we called it, (laughs) but luckily it did not happen. I don't think drew gained or lost anything for this. This is just like a, like flatline platform for him. Placeholder match. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I've heard rumors too that they're trying to find something for Goldberg down the line at WrestleMania, which you know he's going to be some part of WrestleMania. Which the only thing that would be worth anything is Goldberg and Riddle because they have real life legitimate heat. And Riddle just signed an extension too. That so. would be the only thing. Or mm-hmm. he's a triple threat, and we get three spears. <laughs> Reigns, Goldberg, and Edge. <laughs> It's going to be a little weird. That would be great. Three Spears. But anyway, so at least Drew won. McIntyre awesome. goes over. McIntyre wins. He retains his title. And we get this cheesy, silly, you did it, kid. You passed the test. Another raise uh, each other's hands. question. How do you like Drew's entrance now? I feel like it's extended by like four times now, time-wise. How do you feel about it? I think it's a little cheesy. It's cheesy. Like he grabs like the claymore. <laughs> like, I get it. It's Braveheart. He's got the claymore. He's Scottish. I get it. But in all honesty, I loved his initial theme song when he was first in WWE. That song was fantastic. And just his slow walk out. I enjoyed that. It's just you know whose entrance I miss is uh Aleister Black's in NXT. That was such a good entrance. Where he did like the coffin raise. Is he Where is Alistair gone Black? now? I don't know. I heard that he was thinking about getting released, but I don't know contract timeline. So mm. he's done nothing. They dropped the ball completely with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, is he even in the Rumble? No. No. We haven't mm. seen him in a while. That's crazy. So our next match of the night, Juice. Sasha Banks and Carmella uh, Ooh, accompanied Banks. by... Reginald. <laughs> mm. Reggie. <laughs> you know, uh, 
I hate it because I feel like Carmela is stuck in this role, which I'm not a huge fan of Carmela, but I feel like she's a person that could be a crazy good athlete. She's like super talented, super athletic, but she's just stuck in this like basic pretty girl WWE role. And I just think she's going to be stuck there forever. There was a little run there when she had the title where she was like moonwalking and like excited and had the hat on backwards. I was like, I don't like this. This is, I like this. This is good. I can, I can handle this. Um, Granted, you know, contrary to what, you know, Dr. Love says, uh, there is a a box of gimmicks that they pull from. And this is Emelina 2.0, Brother Love, whatever, (laughs) Bruce Pritchard. There's a box of gimmicks, and this is M- Emelina 2.0 or whatever, and it's just it, – it's whatever. I mean, yeah. she is athletic, and she is I didn't. Talented. I didn't even know this match was happening. I haven't seen anything with Sasha Banks and Carmella. I've missed it somehow. I didn't know. I didn't care too much. No offense to Sasha Banks or Carmella. But <laughs> I, just, I didn't care. But we love the boss. We love uh, yeah, Sasha Banks. I love Sasha Banks, but I f- and I don't even think that I saw much of this match for some reason. Like, was I out of the room or something? Uh, you were there, I think. I don't you know. Were, I, don't you were, I mean, Moss goes over. That's all that matters. I must have uh, yeah. much to say. Sasha Banks uh, retained. retained in 10 minutes and 25 seconds. And I would imagine that that is who Bianca is going to challenge. I would think. Because they've been doing a few story things. They've been tagging some and Mm. had to fight some in Fatal Four Ways. I hope not, because I expect Sasha to hold the title for a long time because she's got a new reality show coming out. Did you know that? Did you hear about this? Mm. So I expect she's going to have a real good lengthy run uh, with the title, and I want Bianca Belair to win the title. Mm. And I, think, I don't think anybody would care about Oscar and Bianca Belair, though. I don't know. I don't know. Well, not right now because Oscar's been losing, so that's a fair point. But if they turn things around quickly over the next little bit, maybe with they do Charlotte. some kind of hilt. Well, no, it's not going to be Charlotte. Y'all got to. Oh, lay off the Charlotte stuff. I, you want to bet money right now that Charlotte and Oscar start a feud and she gets it within the next two pay-per-views? No, because Char- Charlotte's going to do a thing with Lacey Evans. Okay. The next pay-per-view, maybe. I guarantee there'll be a three-way or she'll take the belt off of Oscar and maybe even a Raw, and then she'll have it I, going into Mania. I, I don't think Becky comes so. back. No. I don't think she has the belt going into Mania. However, I could see Flair and, and Lacey will fight at the next pay-per-view. That's that's a given. And I think going into Mania, though, after she's dealt with the Lacey Evans uh, monster on her back, which I think this whole thing with Flair is a ploy. I think they're flares, and they'll stick together, and Flair just has Lacey Evans under his finger and I'm on your side and let's cause some havoc with my daughter at the next pay-per-view Flair actually turns back to Charlotte helps her beat Lacey they beat the crap out of her whatever and then 
that solidifies. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And by the way, it's Asuka's fault we lost. So I'm going to take the title off of her. And then you've got Asuka and Flair at Mania. No, I don't think so. But we've seen that before. You got to put they, Rhea in something. How many times did we see Orton and Cena? Orton and Drew. I mean, yeah, but they're we'll see Charlotte and Asuka a lot. We'll see Charlotte a lot. <laughs> like a frog putting on pants. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I should do like, okay. I'm just, uh, this kind of is slash rant because I'm just getting all my grievances out tonight. So why is, like, for the past two months, Flair comes to the ramp and it distracts freaking Charlotte. And she gets out of the ring and walks like Jason Voorhees pointing at somebody. Like Two months, it's been like two weeks. Oh, no, it's not been two weeks. I exaggerated a little bit, but it's definitely not been two weeks. It's been like two weeks. And she just walks up there. She's just like, what are you guys doing? And then her partner got pinned in the ring. Like... Why is she going up there all the time? Why is that a distraction? Do you know how I, I know that it's time. not been that long? Because this whole thing started on the Legends Night like two weeks ago when Ric Flair like caused at least her. No. Jeez. Had to put up with Charlotte for at least 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. Th- I would say out. it is absolutely ridiculous that if she were to win – that within the year, if she's to hold the belt, she will get to 16-time women's champion far quicker than her father ever got to the the 16-time champion. And I just think that that's ridiculous. Because she's held I mean, the title not, for... She's held the top. I mean, I get it, but... She's a flair. If you, if you look at how long she's been in the business compared to you know most careers i mean <laughs> women, career have, women have shorter careers yeah women careers she's been there a long time i guess i just but that many times and that short of a career i think just about think, like how many like years do you think she has left she's probably got a decade left if that she's probably got a good solid eight years yeah that's a long time. But I don't see her doing what the Bellas do. She's what? not got a life like a show. After she can WWE. she can train. Yeah, she can work sure. for the company in any capacity whatsoever. She can train. She can run like a women's division at the Performance Center. There's tons. She can be a, a, a an agent. She could do like her father and wrestle till he's. 67. Yeah. And then, you know, she can be like her father and She's gonna be the next Moolah. <laughs> have a hard time staying out of the spotlight and just be a manager to someone. And she flip <laughs> she is a flare. and get like a uh, young Matt Riddle. <laughs> She's like 70. So, so back to the match at hand. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha Sasha won. Sasha wins. Sasha wins, and that's all that matters because we are fans of the boss, and it was boss time. With the bank statement, I do love a good submission. Mm-hmm. And good. next. The women's Royal Rumble match. All right, women's Royal Rumble match. Now, 
we normally with the Royal Rumble, and this dates back to the the days of going to Buffalo Wild Wings and watching. We always had little wagers like whoever won their pick, whoever picked the winner of the Royal Rumble. Um, it started out as they they got their dinner bought for them. Um, now it's it's progressed to <laughs> we get three numbers, correct? I think Random, we do it in numbers. a different way every year. I really don't know. So we get three numbers and say a name that you th- could see winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. A name, a main pick, and three numbers. We, thanks to our our dear our dear teacher, we had a nice whiteboard set up in Which the room. Which he was so proud of. I don't well, know if you posted proud. that picture anywhere, but listen, I have not posted the out. picture. But go check I that was, thing out. You do it I on will. the 30 and Nerdy podcast. I will. I will. Check out that board. It. Beautiful board, was, by the way. Thought it was a great idea. Thank you. Thank you. It is. It's fantastic. Made things idea. So we Juice had was like ready one to, through 30. Oh, my gosh. Like squat position every time. <laughs> I haven't seen him more excited than this year about the countdowns. I'm always, I'm always the note taker during the Rumble. <laughs> Mm. I'm, usually like, I'm writing it out on a little notepad or something like that, but I was like, I found this is that was Becky's whiteboard and little podium, and I was like, it's perfect. Sweetheart, can I please borrow this? Oh no, sir. I didn't ask. I just did. This is my house. <laughs> Where's the pants in this family? What was it? Uh, Don't tell her a thing. <laughs> Uh, nothing. I'll be quiet. Sorry. She, she was adamant, though, that I should have used chart paper instead. Okay. <laughs> a bunch of teachers. I was like, I no, I want to use the whiteboard. So it was good, though. I like so it. So we had one through 30. We had our numbers picked, and my pick to win was Alexa Bliss. Rev, yours was uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte. The Omni Flayer. The Holy Flair. And Juice picked Bianca Blair. Now, there is some skepticism as to how fair that was that he already had his pick ready yeah. before we even got in the room. We should have drew, drew numbers. Uh, he, had, he had time to, to plot and to plan and to listen to the great, the great podcasts out there on who could possibly win this. this and he had his pick written down before Sneaky I even got in the room. room. House rules, okay? House rules. I drove five hours. I deserved the surf pick, okay? Easily if, deserved the surf pick. Surf pick. First pick. <laughs> hey, you know, my uh, my men's pick didn't win, and I don't hear you complaining about that. Oh, I'll complain because my argument is you guys might have won, but my average is a lot Jeez. better than both of yours. Okay? Average of what? Average of pick, okay? Three and three is better than one and 26 and 20, whatever. Averages, bro. Okay. We'll talk about the averages. Juice, take us through the first two entrants Bailey and Naomi. Now, neither one of these were our. That was a return, picks. right? Naomi's Naomi, not been around in a while. Naomi was a return. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Naomi and Bailey started the, out. Uh, glow and stuff. I always like her entrance. A lot of good energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's very energetic. So they start out good match, good fights. Uh, and then number three. Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Which, spoiler alert, 
wins the thing from number three in her She lasted debut. a grand total of 56 minutes and 52 seconds and eliminated four other competitors. Dang. Wow. Was that her debut? No, sir. She was in the Rumble last year. Last she lasted year. a long time last year, too, though, I think. Last year, I think she had like seven or eight eliminations. Mm-hmm. They've been on her like for a while. Mm-hmm. And the fans have too. We have too. So number four, Billy Kay. Billy Kay. <laughs> I feel like she's too funny for her like spot. Like I don't feel like she'll ever get anywhere, but she's such a fun person to watch. Just yeah. Comedically and just like her. I don't know. She's got very good comedic timing. I just don't think she'll ever she get anywhere. She did the funny thing like she didn't hear yet. She she went to the commentator's table and sat down for a while and talked to them. And then for like the first, the five, six, and seven spot that came out, she kept trying to team with them. Yeah. Like, her menu, menu. The application. Yes. That's funny. Yes. Her, she's got a headshot. And she's like, this is my resume to be part of your team. Because um, she's been doing this silly stuff for the past few weeks trying to be with the riot squad and it's funny and all that. But at the end of the day, I think any fan would tell you they broke up the iconics far too soon. Yeah. Far too soon. Agreed. And I mean, Peyton Royce is fantastic. And I do think that she's got a great singles career ahead of her. Uh, if she stays healthy, but just, it was too soon. They were a good tag team. And I liked them. They were kind of like, early edge and Christian doing the pose uh, and it just, it was fun. So who was number five? Uh, Shotzi Blackheart. She was Shotzi also came out in the tank. She was also the first uh, woman eliminated from the match mm. after three minutes and 46 seconds. Eesh. Numbers and then why don't you just uh, take us through six through ten? Okay, number six we have Shayna Baszler, seven Tony Storm, eight Jillian Hall with a return, Ruby Riot at number nine and ten another big return Victoria. That was mm-hmm. very exciting. It was exciting, but you could see the years on her in the ring. She's not the Victoria that we watched in the Attitude. Or the ruthless aggression era. Yeah, of she's course. Definitely not that Victoria. But um, she still uh, was pretty she impressive. Was stout. Yeah. She was stout, still strong, such a strong. And Jillian, uh, that was an interesting return too. Not that I was ever like against Jillian, but it's like a eh, cool. It's, it but Tony Storm, like... though, mm. I like that entrance. He's been really good on NXT. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt Jillian's return kind of felt like last year when Santina Morella <laughs> was in the the Rumble, and like the year it was either two years ago or it might have been last year. Also, Vicky Guerrero entered. Mm-hmm. I think it was so the first just, year. It was just you know it was fun and you it I completely and in all honesty had completely washed. Jillian from my memory until mm-hmm. I heard that song hit. I was like, mm-hmm. I had completely forgotten about her. Yeah, she sung her whole entrance. And perfect <laughs> for uh, her to have a little interaction with Billy Kay, who's got mm-hmm. kind of a similar character. Mm-hmm. Billy and Jilly. That was smart. 
those are your next tag team champions. That's who's going to take it. Well, probably not because uh, Billy Kay threw Jillian out of the Rumble. Truth. Mm. Truth. And we had Pidgeotto coming out at number nine. (laughs) Looks like a bird. (laughs) You're freaking terrible. I like her. I like Ruby Riot. I've never cared anything about her at all. I don't like her at all. (laughs) Pidgeotto. God, you're awful. Ruby Ruby used Gust and blew out her competitors. Who did she eliminate? Did she eliminate anybody? She eliminated uh, Baszler? She threw out one person, and it was... uh, I don't know. Baszler threw her out. Yeah, Yeah, uh, no, she threw out Billy Kay. All right. 11 through 15, then. Yeah, 11 through 15. Who All right, name? so 11, we have Peyton Royce, 12, Santana Garrett, 13, Liv Morgan, 14, Rhea Ripley, who lasted for 39 minutes and six seconds and eliminated seven other competitors, which was the most for this Rumble. And then 15, we had Charlotte Flair. There's your pick, Rev. There she was. And I was like, yep, halfway through the pack, she's getting there. Mm-hmm. She's going to pull a... Uh, I can go the distance. Get right on there. She lasted well, 33 minutes and 47 seconds. Mm-hmm. So we have a nice little batch of of them in there, and there's a lot of great moments where what you get great moments in the Rumble anyway. It's my favorite pay-per-view. You see different teams kind of forming and unlikely couples scenarios, and you had – Liv and Ruby doing some great Riot Squad stuff. I love Liv Morgan. I I wish that they would push her. I think she's fantastic in the ring. I like her persona. But hopefully they are the two. They're my pick to take it. The tag titles off of Shayna and Nia at Mania. They are my pick to do it. And we had a little uh, iconic reunion, but Billy didn't do the pose because she's... Mm -mm. Who was she tagged with Jillian at that time? Or well, was she's, that else? time she was with she's Ruby. Been, she was yeah, trying she's to trying to be part of the riot her. squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shame. So, yeah. Take us through 20. All right. So 16, Dana Brooke. 17, Hall of Famer Tori Wilson. 18, mm-hmm. Lacey Evans. 19, uh, Mickey James. And 20, Nikki Cross. Tori Wilson. One of Rev's all-time favorites. What a lady! Um, it Some says, lady. it says on here. This can't be right. That Nikki Cross was eliminated by Carlito. Did that happen? No. no. <laughs> what? No. Why does it say this? Come on, Wikipedia. By Carlito. Uh, Wikipedia. That's what we get for looking at Wikipedia. Hmm. Not but a that was cool. Source. Mickey James coming back. Tori Wilson's cool. Always good to see the pops. Dana Brooke, she did like a jump right off the like. At what point does she realize like she's gonna have to just probably pack it up and go home? This poor girl has got so many concussions and like broken things. I tip my cap to the toughness, but what's she doing on top rope at Rumble? Why is that your first move? You, you a bodybuilder. Go build the she body is, and throw people out. This is perfect for you. This is your match. 
I just I just don't like Dana Brooke. However, I did make the comment to our dear friends uh, at uh, 607 Podcasts, uh, Rich and Ken M. They were doing their live watch through on their Twitch. And I said, I would rather watch Blue Pants and Dana Brooke tag team than watch Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, um, but that being said, I do not like Dana Brooke. I think it's that's she's just bleh. Yeah, same. So let's finish it out. Who who were the next? Who was the rest of them? All right, twenty one, Alicia Fox. Twenty two, Mandy Rose. Twenty three, Dakota Kai. Twenty four, Carmella. She only lasted forty seven seconds. Twenty five, Tamina. Twenty six, Lana. 27, Alexa Bliss, uh, 28, Ember Moon, 29, Nia Jax, and 30, Natalia. We were really nervous when that 30 spot was coming up. It's like, all right, everybody's out here. We completely forgot about Natty. And I'm like, guys, what if it's <laughs> Ronda Rousey? And we were like, oh, but fortunately, it was not Ronda Rousey. I've never been so happy to see Natty before. Just, so we got to I, I, I knew Natty wasn't going to win. Yeah, Aww. we got a funny moment though during the that last half of the women's rumble. Truth comes out after Alicia Fox, and he's like, "Oh, wrong rumble, my bad." And then all of a sudden, here comes the parade of people chasing after the twenty four seven title. And you've got like poor Drew Gulak, who I think is very talented and being crapped on. Um, this job and- city pile. Yeah, some other people, and they were chasing after him, and there was a back and forth. Alicia pins him, becomes the 24-7 champion, and then she's celebrating, and then Truth pins her and then gets it back and then runs over to the panel. Who And he's like, did you see that? Did you see that? It's crazy. I've got my head on the swivel and blah, 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 and he's talking and all that. And uh, then he's chased out chased out of the building so we got a little bit of an interruption and i think it was juice who said could you imagine that being your job in this business is you're part of the guys chasing truth for the 24 7 title like you kind of feel for him everybody's got to uh, hold a tommy gun at some point mm-hmm. So who it's just like how do you how do you escape that? Like how do you get out of that and breakthrough rise to anything higher than that at that point? I would just sort of feel like it was all over. If I'm Drew Gulak or any of them that are having to chase truth for the 24-7 title, I am immediately saying, So I think I would be better back at NXT. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, please put me back in NXT. Put me back at NXT where Hunter knows what I can do and was doing good things with me. But did we uh, mention Peter? Did he? uh, Boy, Peter Rosenberg with the 24-7 title. (laughs) Isn't it crazy how much time this title got, like over anything else? 24-7 title. Just like a spoof title. Peter Rosenberg is our 24-7 champion. No, it's already, that's already over with. Yeah, he lost it uh, Monday, right? Monday? I don't know. Our uh, truth climbed up the balcony into Peter Rosenberg's hotel room and pinned him in there. Jeez. Yeah. It is insane how quick that thing changes. And 
for it to have been uncovered by Mick Foley. And at first we were like, that is an ugly freaking belt. And like him talking about like when I was hardcore champion and it could be, you know, defended anywhere, anytime. And I was like, there's still something missing about it. It's just don't, it's, it's not the hardcore championship. Mm. It's not being defended the way that the heart, this has become a joke. At this it's point. the it's the roll up title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still think it's ugly. I'll be honest, I hate it, but it was cool seeing Peter Rosenberg get it because I'm a fan. Yeah. So, well, he was for for a, a pretty good stint of time one of the few podcasts I listened to when I started getting into podcasts because you introduced them to me, Juice. Mm-hmm. We listened to him on the road all the dang time. It was mm-hmm. so mage, and. Uh, <laughs> So that was that was a cool moment. It was I did really pop cool. For that. Yeah. And I was sitting there going like Peter Rosenberg's gonna win. Peter Rosenberg's gonna take Peter Rosenberg's gonna and he did it. I was really excited. That was the weirdest pin on the planet though. <laughs> yeah. Was it was uh so awkward? Renee tweeted, I expected a better schoolboy from Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> Good lord. It was awful. So who was our final three? It was Charlotte, Bianca. It was the Omni Flare, Bianca Belair, and Rhea Ripley. Ripley and Rhea Ripley. Within that three, you've got last year's Mania match, which was freaking fantastic. Charlotte they have really Rhea. done nothing for after that. No, because it was really. Very little build up to that. I feel like that would be an easy extension because they killed it at Mania. Killed I it. Really, I really like Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. I know Juice doesn't but, like her that much. But but pretty much Rhea and Bianca looked at each other and was like, hey, we got to get Charlotte out so one of us can move on, which I like that. Yeah. I like that yeah. decision. I like that. Kind of like a, she had in. her time. She had yeah. her time. She's literally been a generation of like women coming up. Yep. She's been through it. She's part of the so four horsewomen. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of which is so crazy too though, because all the all those girls are still, you know, fairly young for performance wise, but you got like this whole new generation of women, which that kills me too. It's like you got so many good women in NXT and stuff, like why not use these? like pieces mm-hmm. to promote your women's division. Cause it's so good right now. Women's division, I think by far talent wise is better than the men's. They just don't use them. And that's not usually the case yeah. in the past. That's true. There's so many outlets you could go with the women's division that they're mm-hmm. just letting sit in the wayside, sit in the abyss that, you know, if you don't pull the trigger on it, we've seen, um, how many years went by and they didn't pull the trigger on Sting and Taker because they thought they'd have the time. And then mm-hmm. they realized, oh, well, now we don't well, have the time. But it now sounds, Sting's gone. Well, it sounds kind of like it wasn't necessarily that. It was more of the fact that Vince didn't think that it would be a draw. And it's like, are you out of your mind? proves are how you, out of touch he like, is. People would have gone crazy for that. Are you kidding me? How does he? How does he fail to see that? You know, there might be more to it than that. That's just what I heard. Mm-hmm. But sounds pretty crazy to me. 
So the then first we have one uh, out of this top oh. three is uh, Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. And then she does this weird smile thing. Like, I know so some, goofy. like, like she just got the joke she was told backstage before coming out. <laughs> <laughs> she just like, sits there and grins like, <laughs> I get like it now. Tim, <laughs> she's like, oh. She has a lot of teeth, too. I can't even get my mouth that wide. She was like. She's the she's sitting there and she's smiling. She's like, to get to the other side. I get it now. God, I get Uh, it. Okay, you you both are gonna team up on me. You know who I am. You you know who I am. That's a good De Niro. That's a good De Niro. Charlotte Flay. You know that. So it's probably gonna be honestly, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and. Bianca Belair, but Charlotte has to win the title from Oscar, and it's the three like that smile. She's like, "Oh, this ain't letting you go." <laughs> oh, no, I don't. Go. I don't think so. But then we get the uh, two that remain dangling on the outside, and they finally come to their own. And then they're like, "Hey, chill, cool it. We're just gonna get in the ring, and then finish this back. Show me your hands. Nothing fishy." Like and then. Bianca gets the upper hand and switches the throw and then tosses Rhea Ripley OR double over the ropes. Then we get Bianca B double, R double and B double. B double wins. Let me tell you, as a Tennessean oh. <laughs> with Knoxville in our backyard, literally, all the Tennessee games I've been to, all the the time I've spent on that campus and at Neyland Stadium and knowing that she, you know, is a an SEC and and a championship runner for the University of Tennessee and a Knoxville, Tennessee girl, not only made it to the WWE, but won the freaking Royal Rumble this year and is going to main event mania. It's 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 cool. Um mm-hmm. I mean Tennessee athletics have been less than stellar uh, except for basketball for the past few years. So it's kind of nice to see a victory from a Knoxville, Tennessee athlete. Like we'll take it, buddy. We'll take take it. it. Yeah. So how'd your football season go? Oh, well, how'd your Royal Rumble season go? Cause go Vols. (laughs) Rocky top plays in the background. That should be her entrance music at WrestleMania. Oh, dear it really God. should. Sung by John Cena. Oh, no. <laughs> that was awful. Awful, awful. Always but, hated, I, mean, you could I always see- loved going to live events in Knoxville, but also hated them because I knew that John Cena would end the night with singing Rocky Top. Every time. Because he's such a big sports dude anyway, so it's like... Oof. Always... But, I mean, you could see, like, from the time that she got on the scene, Bianca, this was so good for her push-wise to elevate her. She started super early. She looked good through the whole thing. She went toe-to-toe with, you know, the top people on NXT and overall. And I think this is going to be a really good, like, Kofi-like push for her. I think it's going to be – I mean, obviously, I don't know if it would be the magnitude of the win, but I, I feel like 
she'll get catapulted into like a Sasha Banks level, like Charlotte level, Becky level on that like top tier. She's definitely A tier. Mm. This will help her out. So she's our winner. And that was Josh's pick. So he won the women's Royal Rumble. No better of a girl to win the Royal Rumble than Josh. So I was happy for him. It's proud Thank of you. Him. Proud Thank of his you. pick. Golf clap. <laughs> Match you, of the night. Even though you pre-picked it. So, I mean, there's an asterisk. House rules. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoGuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Next up is uh, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Ugh. Mm. Bad ending. Botch ending. Yeah. Poor, uh, poor Heyman in the handcuffs there, huh? Yeah. Did you notice that when it happened, like in real time, ref? The botch? Yeah. He... The ref stopped counting? Yeah. Well, that ref completely went away. They had a new yeah. guy. Like it wasn't the same ref. <laughs> what do you little, get to like little switcheroonie? Yeah, he did. He got to like five or six, and he just went out of the camera. It's <laughs> John. You're not on this match. Trade. <laughs> Switch. So for the spots that they had, it was a cool match. I feel like I don't, I don't know why. I don't know if it's Kevin Owens that does this because. He is a good in-the-ring wrestler, but he's mm-hmm. such like a – I don't know if it's pride or if it's like being a tough guy or what, but he like lives and dies by his spots. And you can tell that with Seth Rollins at the last Mania, which is fun. And this match right now, it's like some of it's fun, but it's like I just don't think he'll ever pass anything because he's he lives and dies by his spots. And you can't take him seriously – like caring about him because you're just it's like really high quality spot and then it kind of goes off really yeah. high quality spot and then it goes off and then i don't think roman needed any of this like it i don't i think both our champions on this like card like they didn't gain anything from either one of these matches I mean, there was cool spots throughout the whole yeah. thing but i think that's yeah. about it yeah I would have gotten more of a story out of if the match stood originally as it was supposed to go. Uh, that WB agent that was running around with the bald guy that brought KO into the match. Pierce. What's his name? Yeah, Pierce. Adam Pierce. Mm-hmm. If if this match had been last man standing and he literally just beat the dog crap out of Adam Pierce the entire time. Yeah, I think it would have been a better story, just like a, establishing dominance as opposed to, well, here's KO again, who you've fought how many times? So many and times. And we now. know that you're going to retain. So I just think it would have been a better story if Pierce was, you know, came in in black sweatpants and 
and a black shirt instead of his old wrestling attire but, from the, it was, the honestly I know we always and just got the, the dog crap beaten out of him. We always bring this up, but it's like the prime example. It's like you want heat as a heel, you bring it back mm-hmm. to JBL and Hornswoggle in the cage. Like you want to feel sorry for somebody be like, I have no affiliation with this guy, but this dude is getting his ass beat and it's uncomfortable yeah. to watch. And it's like that's how you create a monster heel. You want to hate this guy. Yeah, like when he was beating the crap out of his cousin a couple months ago when they were having matches together. Like they'd had, a, I guess it was Hell in a Cell, and he just beat the crap out of whichever Uso it was. I still can't tell the difference in him. And um, I mean, sorry, I can't. And uh, he, yeah. And so it was like, like you said, like I was uncomfortable. I was like, man. And it's made me feel like, man, Roman's a dick so (laughs) that's what you're right that's what we needed Mm -hmm. which they had cool spots the golf cart spot was really cool really well done the forklift jumping off that spot like you could i guarantee ko's body is like super freaking sore coming into monday and but it's just what what for though you know he just and he's lost to Roman like four or five times now. So yeah, what, like why do we care do, at this point? Yeah, where does he go from here? And like you said, help. the botch finish this made it weird. So even the ending, like the mm-hmm. choke out, was just like I don't know. I don't I'll think tell it you where he anything. goes. I'll tell you where KO goes. <laughs> he wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Or no, no. KO is your next King of the Ring. King I don't know. Man, that would be like the same thing as freaking uh, King Corbin having like a broody, like regular dude have. Well, like, I don't think he's I don't think he's doing the crown thing anymore, is he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is he? He wore it like I last usually, week. I usually, uh, I usually go to the bathroom over. when Baron Corbin comes he's out. He's been doing this King thing for like two years. So long, bro. Remember like seeing – we were – Tyler, we were at Raw or SmackDown or something when it was the last match of the King of the Ring. It was Corbin mm-hmm. versus Chad Gable. It was a great yes. match, and Baron Corbin wins. We're like, oh, we're going to see the crowning of a new King of the Ring. And they bring the little throne out and everything. He wins the match, and he walks by it, and they go to commercial. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sit there. Doesn't hold his scepter in his crown. Like Didn't every king has ever done. Even Steve, even Stone Cold sat on the damn throne. I mean, good Lord. I was like, this, that already, I already had a bad taste in my mouth for Captain Sad Belly of King Corbin. And Sadbelly. he wouldn't even sit on the damn throne. Now, after that, I was like, well, that's strike three for you. I don't like you anymore. Ruined. I'll just, I'll go to the bathroom when Corbin's out there. That's ugh. Yeah. He has go home. Worst. Yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, I guess positive out of this match as well. Roman Reigns keeps going and we are trucking to Mania with the big dog, the head of the table. But yeah. uh, you know, more cred to his his healdom moving forward you got to give him credit i mean he's pretty much taken john cena's spot like when nobody else is there he's he's the the standard now so Mm -hmm. he's what we got (laughs) so moving on 
Moving on is the 30-man men's Royal Rumble match. Two competitors will begin this match, and every 90 seconds, another competitor will enter. And we already knew that one and two were going to be Edge and Randy. Pre-announced. Right. Pre-announced. Even though we did get it mixed up because I gave Juice wrong information. I said Randy was one and Edge was two, but it was flipped. Yeah, I just switched that. But that's okay. Yeah. That's why it was race. good to have a dry race dry board race and board. not the uh, chart you paper. You would have been using a black sharpie on chart paper, and you'd have oh, had yeah. you would have had to do that ugly scribble out, scribble out, <laughs> and yeah. switch. It would have been terrible. It would have ruined the whole rumble experience. You'd have started the whole thing over. You'd have been like, next page. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so anyway, shall we uh, continue? How far do you want me to go? Yes. How far? Let's go for the first 10. Ian. All right. So uh, Hall of Famer Edge and then Randy Orton, Sami Zayn, Mustafa Ali, Jeff Hardy, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, Carlito with the return. Uh, good to see Carlito. Xavier Woods and Big E. Carlito looked good. He's he looked yoked, bro. Yeah. Good Lord. Cologne. Still got it. Jesus, he was never that big. He no. looked like a little boy last time, and now he is a an oak. He was just a sprout. Now he is a whole apple a tree. So any oh, standouts with uh, with those ten? Uh, yeah, uh, the fact that Jeff Hardy entered at number five and, like, in a matter of minutes was eliminated. Uh, he uh, lasted three minutes and 25 seconds. He was the first person eliminated. At number five, Jeff by, Hardy. By Dolph Ziggler. And eliminated that quick. Hey, at least he's getting like, paid. Is he being punished again? <laughs> I feel like Jeff's always being punished for something. I feel like he's really just there so the Hardy Boys don't exist right now. Because WWE mm-hmm. is WWE. Mm-hmm. So he's a placeholder. Yeah. Unfortunately. They won't let him go as long as Matt's gone in AEW. Mm-hmm. Have you okay? Sidebar. Have you seen Matt's new thing? Like sports agent Matt. Oh yeah, yeah. Good lord. Hard pass. Had so many versions. Version And like three or four months ago, he cut this big promo saying how he was done with gimmicks and he was just gonna be Matt Hardy, and that was it. What happened to that? Well, and Adam Page. They're doing stupid storyline with Adam Page too. Like Matt was like. I hear you are dressing in the hallways. You don't have any friends in the locker room. You just need to – I've got a huge one-person one dressing room. You can come on over here. And I'm like, that's goofy as hell. This is Adam Page's cowboy you're trying to build up as your massive baby face. Like, why the hell would you tell anybody that he's dressing in alone in the hallways? <laughs> Sympathy. That takes I, his cool factor out, though. Like that's. I, I question so many things about AEW. Yeah, I mean, not that WWE's for, been much better, but for all their good, they have equal and exact bad. Yeah, so like Darby Allen throwing his skateboard out a window. That was t- ridiculous. But anyway, all enough right, about so, TNA. Or TNA. Uh, <laughs> you want me to do the next section? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right, so 11, John Morrison, 12, Ricochet, 13, Elias, 14, Damian Priest, 15, The Miz, 16, Riddle, 17, Daniel Bryan, 18, Kane, 
19 King Corbin and 20 Otis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bro, Otis when he who did he pick up? And I was like, good God. He picked this guy up, about <laughs> dropped him, but caught him before the dude's foot hit the ground and then threw him over for like a T-bone suit. Uh, I was like, bro, you just grabbed like a 250 pound man and just like was picked it him Miz? up before he fell. Like I don't know that I just say that because I know they've had like a story. It wasn't Dolph. It was someone bigger than Dolph. Yeah. I know that. An easy 200 plus, but he I just like cleaned him. him. Just tossed it was, him. It was fantastic. He is, he is, uh, slept on a little bit. I think that, that was people super aren't cool. taking him serious. And Damian Priest entering was really cool. I, I've, I like his vibe mm-hmm. that he's got. Like, whatever they're doing with him, I hope they just keep him like that. I don't know if he needs, like, the endorsements and stuff like that that he's getting right now. I just wish they would let him grow. Let Priest cook a little bit rather than being like, oh, he's our next big guy. Here, take this legend and, you know, pump him up too. And, oh, he's compared to da-da-da. Just, like, slow burn yes. him. Let him be Priest. Give him some squash matches. Let him be in like a cool, like somebody's established, like Elias, and then make him have like good matches. But overall, slap him around, move on, build him up. It's probably going to be Damian Priest and this bunny guy uh, against oh. Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania. That's probably what's going to happen. I heard yeah. that um, it's because the bunny dude got over like a million hits on the uh, YouTube section. And all the other clips from the Rumble was like sitting at 300K. So that's why they brought him back. Okay, so I never heard of this dude before in my entire life. But come to find out, apparently he's like this big major deal. I still don't really know who he is. And I didn't really care much for his music. Yeah, I like the part part where Booker T said, can you dig it, sucker? Other than that. And you called it seconds before. (laughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) I'd never heard that song before. That's like a legit song with Booker T. Yes, it's called it's called Booker T. And Booker T wears that exact same outfit in the music video, and he stands in that same pose. It's and then I guess he says, Can you dig it, sucker? It's odd. But we did get to have a little priest. At the Royal Rumble. Uh, uh, see what I did there. Have a little priest. Have a little priest. Out of that batch, um, there was some fun stuff like Otis almost deadlifting, catching in midair, and almost just no momentum going to- towards change the momentum and chuck the guy over. I think he slept on. I think he'll be good. But is he a heavyweight champion? Probably not. Um, Big E was looking strong be- throughout this like little stretch too, though. Mm-hmm. He's getting his push. I um, wish he would, man. He deserves it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's wish getting he his push. Lose his goofiness. I know that's probably like I feel like he's been him for like ten years. Like, just get a little edge. You're not going anywhere well, with like pancakes. It's going to take a while to unnew day the new day. Yeah. You know, to, to wipe out what they were. Because they've been New Day for how long? I mean, so long. 
seven, six, seven years. I don't, I don't know. I think they're going to try to keep it going for a while. And I think they're just going to go this whole route of Biggie's doing his own thing, but he's still part of the group. I think they're going to do it. Who knows? Who knows? For a while. Yeah. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong but with I, that. I really like Biggie a lot. And, uh, mm-hmm. and the, he was kind of like uh, my uh, second pick, low key. Sleeper pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So finish uh, us out. Well, we also did mention that we had a team hell no reunion. Oh yeah, we did Hugging have a out. team hell no reunion. They hugged yeah. it out. We got to see Mayor uh, Kane again with Daniel, his new gut. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan, who was my pick, he he was in there and he lasted twenty eight minutes and fifty seconds, and he was eliminated by a returning Seth Rollins. Uh, all right, so finishing it out, 21, Dominic Mysterio uh, lasted for two minutes, and he eliminated King Corbin. So good job, Dominic. Uh, Bobby Lashley at 22. Uh, stand back. There's a hurricane coming through at number 23. Christian at 24. That was awesome. Uh, 25, AJ Styles. 26, Rey Mysterio. 27, Sheamus. 28, Cesaro. 29, Seth Rollins and number 30, Braun Strowman. We forgot about him too. Because we were like, feel like 30s Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I just feel like he's just been here for so long. And it's just, I feel like that's the problem with most of the roster. It's like they've been here so long and they're just like in quicksand. And like you just, at the point where they're trying to get him to, you just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. He's jacked though. He is jacked. He's looking super yoked, super swole. I was uh, thinking about this. People were saying, do you think that they kept Christian from Edge because of that reaction? Looked kind of genuine. Like, oh, tag team back together again. Had like yeah. a tear in the eye. That's tag pretty cool. back again. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. It was, it was so good. cool. There was no standout uh, person in the Rumble who, like, had a whole bunch of eliminations uh, for this year. Um, A lot of people got three eliminations, uh, but tied with four eliminations is Big E and Damian Priest, and that was it. Mm. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of cleared the ring uh, a few times. I think Priest, Big E, uh, Brian, then – Maybe Lashley, they kind of lasted quite a while, but most of the people uh, I don't think was lasting more than 20 minutes. Bobby Lashley was in there for four minutes. Oh, he, he eliminated three people. Christian was in for 18 minutes. He eliminated one. Seth Rollins eliminated three. Braun Strowman, three. Oh, Corbin, we didn't forget to uh, mention Randy, too, and their ploy the whole time where he got his knee hurt. And then his knee hurt. Sent away, and then they kept saying, "Oh, but he's still in the match. He's still <laughs> right. We got it. Well, taken, he's going. Okay. He's taken to a medical facility, but he's not yeah. eliminated. <laughs> we got it. We get it. We get it. Well, this surprise. is boy. This is a game. We got it. <laughs> we see the story playing out. We're not dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But not well, a bad I mean, no, like. Crazy, other than maybe Christian and Carlito, um, no, like crazy 
entrances, but it was mm-hmm. a it was a solid rumble though. I was entertained the whole time. Yeah. And ultimately it came down to Orton and Edge. Uh Orton and slithered his way back in after Edge eliminated um Rollins, I think, right? Seth. No. He eliminated Seth? Seth. Yeah. And the minute he turned around he gets an RKO and I could feel the the damn it in the just radiating off of juice. Oh, like yeah. I could just feel the damn it, not again. No, no, no. <laughs> and ever the opportunist edge flipped it around on him and threw him out and won the men's Royal Rumble. My pick. I picked Edge. My pick won. Uh I think that the women's rumble might have been better than the men's rumble. My opinion. I would say that. Yeah. I think overall just the action and the, uh, I don't know. I just think the women are really solid right now. Not saying like the men aren't, but just like we just talked about, I feel like everybody that we've seen, we've seen for 10 years. Yeah. There's there's no, no new stars. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Edge kind of, winning is awesome. That was super cool because mm-hmm. there's only yeah. been three to win from the number one spot. So, and they actually said that they said there's only been three, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like, I mean, they're history. acknowledging Chris Benoit, low key anyway, because mm-hmm. it's been Sean, Chris, and now Edge. Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. I don't know if I'd want to bring him back, honestly. <laughs> that's, no, no. That's tough. No. But honestly, too, like, when are we going to put Randy in, like, the top heel spot of all time? That man is so solid. Like, he is just so good from beginning to end. Like, he's at least a top five. Probably not top. Obviously, Flair's top. But at least top five heel of all time. Thoughts? I see that. Not a big Randy fan, to be honest. You don't have to be a fan to acknowledge work, though. Top five, though? Heels? Name a better heel. Name four better heels than Randy Orton. Oh. The Rock. Obviously, Flair. Rick Flair. Rock is a heel. Hollywood Rock. Hollywood Rock is underrated, but he's not better than Randy. Rock was a heel in 1998, buddy. When he broke out of the nation, he was corporate rock with Vince and everything. That was yeah. heel Rocky. But that was a trash heel, though. Compared to Hollywood rock, he was so much better at the heel. As, like his top heel, easily Hollywood rock. Uh, Vince McMahon. Hollywood Hogan. Hogan. Hollywood Hogan. I don't I wouldn't give that one. I think no? the initial shock of Hogan... Maybe, but body of work, I don't think so. I don't think Hogan was a good heel. I think the fact that he turned made him a good heel. I don't I think, think his work made him a good heel. That's a fair point, but for me personally, I hated nobody more than I hated Hollywood Hogan as a kid. So You hated Hogan? Uh, that was like yeah. a cool thing to like Hogan. No, I was Wolfpack. He had to be NWO first, though. No, because I was all about Sting. So Sting was against the NWO first. You know what I was uh, um, hearing the other day? Just listening to your boy. Um, 
podcast, Cornette. old podcast guy. Bruce Pritchard, Rosenberg, Cornette. Cornette. No, and he was talking about how doo-doo Sting's promos were, and I never really <laughs> thought about it. But he yeah. always has awful promos. <laughs> yeah, not great. He stole a lot of movie lines, too. Like, I remember him stealing Jim Carrey's lines from Batman Forever back in the day and talking oh, about it on, on Nitro. Like, he even said, who's afraid of the big black bat? He Jesus. tried to make Why So Serious work in TNA, but he changed yeah. it to yeah. Curious. Still love him, though. That's why you got to love Crow's What about Steve? Edge? What about Edge? He'll work. I mean, I think they're in the same spot, honestly. Like, you can't have one without the other. But Edge was mostly, like, I think more so in their time together, he was face over Randy. And that's just, like, a natural, I think, progression of it because Randy's just a better heel, I think. Because mm. when you match heel and heel, like, whoever is heel in that situation is probably the better heel, Right. I don't know, man. I just can't give him top five. Top ten, maybe, but I can't give him top five. That'd be interesting. Let's let's uh if you're listening to this and you're a wrestling fan, would you put Randy Orton in top five heels of all time? Definitely a Easily. question for the listeners. Easily. I'm I'm specifically talking to uh Especially. KNM, um Rich from Three Fat Nerds. What do you do think? Randy Orton Especially top in 2005, five. Two thousand five, two thousand seven, Randy. He gave Legend Killer. No doo doos. I'm gonna say the S word, but we're on the main show right now. <laughs> yeah, like legend killer stuff, spitting in their face, just booting everybody. Like you okay. The punk. legacy. Who hated like who did you hate more than you hated Randy Orton when he was with Legacy? That's such good work. You hated him. You wanted to see sure. anybody get your hands on Orton. I've never felt that way about Hollywood. Oh, I did. For sure. Only time maybe Goldberg, but I was never a huge Goldberg fan. But when Goldberg won against Hollywood, I was like, yeah, he deserved that. But I never hated anybody like I did Orton. Because he was my boy, and then he turned, and he was like, I, I just love Orton. <clears throat> what about Jericho? I don't know. He's... He's always been like a, a midway. I never felt like he's like a crazy heel unless he was up against like a really good baby face. Like Shawn Michaels, like when he was like doing his wife angle, that was like a really good stretch of heel stuff. But like body of work, I'm talking about encompassing your entire heel life, not singular moments. You can't beat Randy. You just can't. Okay. Let's see what the people say. Because everybody's had a heel turn in a good heel moment, but body of work? Come on. Let's argue. <laughs> so that was our Royal Rumble. Our two big winners were Bianca Belair and the rated R superstar, Love it. Edge. And by the way, no Pat Patterson tribute in the first Royal Rumble after his passing. What's up with that? That's what I, I, I was. I was shocked. I was shocked. No, he always puts them together, memory. right? I mean, like they did the big hologram of uh, of uh, Percy uh, uh, Paul Bearer for the Undertaker thing. Why couldn't they do a little something for Pat? I mean, probably not a lot of people 
I mean, obviously, if you're a fan, but like your casuals that they're going for probably want no pep. He's not been around in PG era. I mean, I don't know. I think like they could have at least put up something like uh, this year's Royal Rumble dedicated to the memory of Pat Patterson. Yeah, I agree. Move on. Something. He's the first intercontinental champion, wasn't he? He was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, So, real quick, last question. Rumble, we know the winners. Opinions, who they fighting? Who's your picks? I think Bianca goes after Sasha, and I think that Edge will face Reigns. Juice? You don't think there'll be a triple threat in there anywhere? No, Mm -hmm. I don't think that. Um. Charlotte's my favorite. I think no. <laughs> Sasha, Sasha and Bianca would be a more interesting story and probably a more interesting match, a better match. Um, but I really do think that Asuka and Bianca Belair could have a good thing too. But I'm going to go with Sasha as well. But I really, and I want Bianca to win, and I don't think that she would. That's the thing. Uh, and then for the men. Roman is the thing that makes the most sense, but I don't to me though like edge doesn't stand a chance i don't think he stands a chance against either one the way they built him up unless he has a really good run yeah through mania because he's coming in as like super underdog but roman would make more sense i think because then you'd have a baby face versus baby face now don't if it's lose drew's momentum with edge yeah that seems weird and seems like they're doing, you know, big baby face with Edge, you know, return, fan favorite, legend, Hall of Famer. Obviously, he's going to be a baby face. Drew's a pretty big baby face right now. I don't see him doing anything with the whole NXT deal, even though he was on NXT tonight. Uh, so, I think Roman makes the most sense, but I don't see it being just a regular, like, just a plain match. There's going to have to be some sort of stipulation to it so that it's – in my opinion, credible, believable that Edge is going to stand a chance against Roman. It's going to be uh, Edge's career versus Roman's head of the table and title. And then it's going to be Sasha and Bianca and Charlotte. Yeah, that's good. That's good uh, booking. Maybe. Do you let Roman Reigns retire Edge? Oh, yes. Over like later down the road, Orton retiring him. No, or mm. needs to be Roman. Edge doesn't need to have. He said I've read that he's in it full time if he's back like week to week, but I don't think he can handle that. I think that his run should be till Mania, and then he should go away. I don't think he should overdo it. Yeah, and that's just going to add to that heel legacy of Roman Reigns. Make us have a little more uh, disdain yeah, for him because he's put away the fan favorite. Mm-hmm. But that would take away – the only thing that would concern me with that booking is you don't have a DB moment or a Kofi moment. You kind of have a dark mania. And with everything that's happened this year, I don't know if they would do that. You know, that's the only hesitation I would say. But if Drew got like – crowds or if something i mean we still have a few pay-per-views so i mean drew could cough it up again and yeah i think 
things can happen. We don't know. Things could happen. Orton could take it off of Drew, and then all of a sudden it's Edge and Orton at WrestleMania. Good God. Oh, surely he's going to do something with Bray Wyatt again. Yeah, I forgot about that. Bray so. probably would uh, go with Drew. Oh, that would be good. I forgot about The Fiend. The Fiend winning at Drew's expense might be that like fan feel-good moment because Goldberg ruined that. So Drew beat Goldberg, got all that out of the way, and then Fiend gets back his title at Mania. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But, I mean, Bliss is messing with Orton, too, though. So, mm-hmm. so many mixing pots. Stay tuned. So, how many stars do you think have won the Royal Rumble and lost their title opportunity at Mania? Well, I just so happen to have uh, the list here. Um, uh, Kyle, get the books. Do you want to... Keep like somebody keep count of wins, somebody keep count of losses, real quick. What ready? Let's go. Yokozuna won. Lex Luger lost. Wait, am I lost or you win? Your losses. (laughs) Okay, so one and one. Uh, Bret Hart won. Shawn Michaels lost. Shawn Michaels won. Uh, following year doesn't count. Uh, Stone Cold won. It uh, doesn't count. The Rock lost. Stone Cold won. Triple H won. Brock Lesnar won. Chris Benoit won. Batista won. Rey Mysterio won. The Undertaker won. John Cena lost. Randy Orton lost. Edge, Edge lost. Alberto Del Rio lost. Damn. Sheamus won. John Cena won. Batista lost. Roman Reigns lost. Randy Orton won. Shinsuke Nakamura lost. Seth Rollins won, and Drew McIntyre won. 16 winners. 10 losers. There you go. That's wild. Oh, man. Pretty close, though. You didn't count any of the girls. What's up with that, bro? Okay. We've had two wins and one loss. Dang. (laughs) So the numbers are telling. Edge is gonna win. Numbers are telling. Bianca's gonna lose. Yeah. Could be. Probably right. Could be. Before we close out here, there's a lot of malice towards Edge coming back and winning the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way around it. There's a lot of people out there who have a lot of hate for the fact that he's a Hall of Famer, he's older, he's already retired once, and mm-hmm. they let him win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that? You think he was the best story? Do you think there's some merit in being upset about it? No, I think become a star and earn that spot yourself. Couldn't agree more. I think, though, it depends on your stardom already. Because some would say, if you're at the top and white hot, as they say, and you don't get a main event at WrestleMania because of John Cena and The Rock... Things might happen differently. But Mustafa Ali, shut up, bro. You ain't on that level. I know. I, I was fine hearing complaints from CM Punk, but Ali has some way to go before his words have merit in my mind. What is he doing? Nothing. Like, like why you don't literally you go, get... You can, you can go complain to Hackjaw and Slapjack and Flappers and Gumdrop and go complain to them. Like, dude, 
you've been here for two seconds. If it's an angle, sure, get some heat because your storyline sucks, but like nobody's really paying attention to you anyway. So I don't know. True. I do something. I go pull a DB and just knee the shit out of a ref or something like that. Make something. Do it. Some impact. Somebody's just going to have to nut up and do something out of the ordinary to break through those walls because we need somebody. Because that's literally why they're bringing back all the old people because we have no one to go up against our good people. Mm -hmm. We have like maybe four good people. We got Reigns. We got Drew. We got AJ Styles. We got DB. Sometimes DB because he gets put down in the mid card. Sometimes we got Rollins back. If they would uh, change the Messiah gimmick, I think that needs to go. So we got five. We got five main superstars, and you can't have rotations with two shows and five people. They have to bring back. That's why they keep bringing Goldberg back and Brock Lesnar. Like, who's a bigger draw? Name somebody. No one. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. You're preaching to the choir. Any last words about the Royal Rumble? Before we close it out, Juice. I'm excited for WrestleMania. Mm, Mania season is upon us, gentlemen. Riff, any final words? Uh, for my complaining, um, I had a lot of fun at the Rumble. Like, I was entertained the whole time. I didn't, like, feel like it was, even though, like, looking back on it and picking it apart like we do always, like, I had fun through all the matches other than maybe the pre-show match because we were focused on other things. I didn't feel like I watched any match and was like, ugh, this again, come on. It was like, it felt fast-paced. I felt like the Rumble, it, having two Rumbles now, like with the girls and the guys, sometimes feels like in the past, like, this is taking forever. Like, we need to get to it. But both of them felt fun. Like, we had enough spots mm-hmm. to where I felt like it flew by. Maybe it was just JD doing marker aerobics that I was entertained by. Either way, I was entertained. So, well, it definitely was a great time. Uh, it was great for the three of us to be in the same room, watching uh, not just a rumble, but any wrestling pay per view together. Uh, the last time we had gotten to do that was AEW's pay per view, where uh, Mox took the title from Jericho, uh, and before that, I couldn't tell you when. Uh, so it was really great getting to do this with you all. Um, I hope that we do get to stick to it and do the AEW pay-per-view next month. Uh, us come down to you this time, Rev. And uh, we'll definitely be talking about it on uh, 30 and Nerdy after that. But that's a good month away. Uh, until then, if you have any qualms with anything we have said on this episode, if you agree or disagree with who won, who should have won, the direction that we think it either is going or should be going, let us know. Uh, hashtag 30 and nerdy pod. Uh, Rev, why don't you tell them about your Instagram if they are collectible fans? Yes, Rev Collections with a three on the collection. So Rev underscore collection. And uh, the room is pretty nice. So I'm going to start throwing mm-hmm. up some new photos of all the things. Actually doing some uh, Pokemon pack openings, even though the savages are down here, like stupid Logan Paul. Literally just spent two million on first edition Pokemon packs, and now people can't get anything because everybody's buying Pokemon. People have been collecting forever, like me, so I hate that. Guy. Shame. Well, I'm it very excited 
for the two of you to let us uh, get your first episode soon of We're Toying With You. Uh, mm-hmm. That You guys have got that going on. Uh, it's, in the, it's in the works. Yes. Uh, all about pops, collections, things like that. So if you're interested in that, they've got that show coming to Patreon. And you can become a Patreon supporter at uh, patreon.com slash company, And we have tons of different tiers and different options on how to support the show as well as things you get in return. And one of those is a $1 tier and that allows you to get the bonus shows that we put out. So $1 a month, you can't even get a pals tea for $1 a month. It's a dollar 10 every time you go to pals. And if you're going to pals, I don't know, maybe some people go 16, 17, 20 times a month since they build one right beside their house. Maybe they do. That's more than $1 a month. Could be. I've heard so, of such things. And if you pay a dollar, you get to hear a lot more sexy voice content. Like our yes, exactly. WandaVision Wednesdays by these two gentlemen. WandaVision Wednesdays. Just, uh, just posted that one on Patreon. Uh, Juice and I talked about episodes three and four. Fantastic show, WandaVision. We're really excited to see the direction that the MCU is going. And if you are a fan as well, $1 a month will get you those bonus shows on patreon gentlemen thank you very much for joining me on the uh premiere of season three of 30 and nerdy thank you all for listening uh if you have anything else to add 30 and nerdy pod at gmail.com or just check out the website 30 nerdy podcast.com and we rev will hopefully have the season one finale of the road so far coming soon uh, if you're a Supernatural fan, look out for that. Gentlemen, thank you. For these two, the Rev, the Juicy One, I am Tyler Mack. Good night and good luck. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast, the flagship show of Badcast Company Productions. Dirty and Nerdy Podcast is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and part of the Council of Nerds. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Join in on the conversation using the hashtag 30andnerdypod. You can find us and other amazing podcasts at podchaser.com by searching The Apodalypse and Pod Nation. Got something to say? Email us at 30andnerdypod at gmail.com or find us at 30andnerdypodcast.com. This has been the 30andnerdypodcast. Cheers to you, nerds. Nerds.